0: giving yourself the freedom through exposing yourself in moderation to foods that the diet industry, whatever week you're tuning in on has deemed bad or taboo and allowing yourself to be able to trust yourself in those situations and actually taking a step back and being like, all right, cool. Am I eating out of habit? Am I satisfied? Like what's going on with me? Because I think the more that we take in information and we're consistently looking outside of ourselves, our inner voice and like intuition almost gets muted and that's a miserable place to live.
1: Welcome to the Be It Till You See It podcast, where we talk about taking messy action, knowing that perfect is boring. I'm Lessa Logan, Plies Instructor and Fitness Business Coach. Hey babe, how are you? Welcome to the Be It Till You See It podcast. I'm so happy you're here. Thank you for continuing to listen and download all these episodes um, and share your takeaways. It's just really fun for me to see all of them. Um, I wake up in the morning, and I look at my, well, not right away but like when I get to my social media, I look at the different DMs from y'all and it just brightens my day to see what parts of the podcast are inspiring you. So thank you so much. If this is your first time, welcome. Hello, I'm Leslie Logan. Um, This is the Be It Till You See Podcast, where we are going to help you take messy action and create boundaries that help prioritize yourself first, because that's how you do anything on this planet. And my guest today actually is going to truly help you see that it's, okay to be imperfect and to work on um boundaries and it doesn't come naturally for everyone including her and so i think that for those of you who think of yourself as a people pleaser or struggle to um to maintain and uphold boundaries you're really going to love this she is a nutritionist and crossfit coach among many other things um she really found her way into her business into her job and career through figuring things out and like asking questions. And I think that that is so important. I wanted to say to you, you know, a lot of people are like, how did you become a police teacher? I was honestly like scratching an itch. I really just wanted to, I wanted to connect to myself more and I was feeling really lost in my life. And, um, and my friend invited me to a class and I felt things in my body I never felt before. And I wanted to feel those again. And so I just kept going and kept going. And then, you know, I was like, Oh, maybe I, someone was like, you should teach us. And I was like, okay. You know, and I kind of just fell down this path that brought me to where I am here. let talking with you. And, and I think, you know, when you're feeling a little stuck or when you're wondering like, what is it I'm supposed to be doing? Honestly, what do you like doing? What is, what is your curiosity moment? That's really going to help dictate what you, what you're going to do. It's okay to, do something that no one else has done in your life in your family before that you haven't seen before. I know it sounds weird and scary, but, um, if, uh, if I could, if I could take anything out of this episode that it's like sitting with me as I talk to you, I really do think, um, that you'll get that out of it. So whether or not you're interested in nutrition information or what the hell a Murph is, which you're going to find out, um, there are some awesome, awesome gems in here. And Lana is you're, going to laugh out loud. I seriously can't wait for Brad to listen to this episode and pull out some of the quote cards, because I don't know that we have enough days in a week to put all of her quote (laughs) quotes on a card. They're just so good. Um, we'll have to save them for a roundup of, of awesome quotes uh, (laughs) for a holiday episode or something like that. So anyways, I'm going to stop talking so that I can bring on Lana McClung right after this message. As you know, you cannot fit you in around everything else. Instead, I have my students schedule their life around their Pilates. I want to give you a free 30-minute Pilates workout. Go to OnlinePilatesClasses.com slash BeItPod. Again, OnlinePilatesClasses.com B-E-I-T-P-O-D. And let me help you make time for you. At OPC, our 30-minute workouts help you do life better. Welcome back to the podcast. Be until you see it listeners. Oh my gosh. Okay. So this woman, I, it's really funny. My husband was in a mastermind that I made him sign up for cause I was too busy. And somehow in that he ended up in a different mastermind and he would just leave his sound on. And I would hear this girl and this other girl who's um, also on the podcast, uh, Amber Shaw chatting away about clubhouse and all the things. And I just <laughs> wanted to be in on the conversation so badly. Um, Have you ever, I I mean, like if you're listening, I'm sure you've like been at a coffee shop and you hear like, I know things I can talk with this. These people sound (laughs) awesome. (laughs) Anyways. Um, I never got to until, um, till I, uh, kicked him out of his mastermind and I joined myself and, uh, day one met this woman in are we in Austin, Lana? Austin? Yeah. yeah. And we had just so much fun. Um, so Lana McClung, thank you so much for being here. You are our guest today. You are such an amazing force. And I can't wait to share with our listeners. Can you tell everyone a little bit who you are, what you're rocking these days?
0: Yeah. Um, well, thanks for having me. Uh, my name's Lana. I am in the Dallas area and I am Basically stumbled upon nutrition and fitness coaching through a bunch of trial and error. You name it, I've done it from Herbalife to Keto to Paleo to don't eat carbs. Carbs are bad for you to don't eat fat. Fat's bad for you. And I thought there was just so much confusion in the space and got so tired of seeing my athletes bust their ass in the gym over and over and over and not seeing any of the results pay off. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to find a solution. So fast forward about 10 years and here we are. I'm a flexible nutrition coach that helps people dial in fat loss through counting macros and then learning how to sustainably build a plate to keep the fat loss at bay long after they're done working with me. So it's about education, action, and implementation. And... That's how I found Leslie. (laughs) Yeah. So
1: that's like, I mean, I think that's like really holistic because um, you know, I I definitely am a child who was born in the 80s, so elder millennial, everything was non-fat, everything (laughs) and then those hundred calorie packs that I would just have multiple of. (laughs) Those chips little cookies. And what I what I love that you shared there is like there is just so much information out there that's like about restriction, restriction, don't have, don't have. Keep it away from yourself and what what I have come to learn in hanging out with a bunch of trainers and nutritionists, I was like, A, what a macro is, and B, that it's about having all the macros represented on your plate. Yeah. And so it's really freeing. Um, and, I, and I really want to make sure our listeners hear that because I do think that one of the things that holds us back from showing up fully in life is the amount of brain space we give to what we can't have. Yes. So oh how God, you, how, how did that help like affect you? Like all the things you did, like no carbs and then no fat and all these things. Like what was going on in your life when you were like, I'm restricted from these things Were you like, did you feel happy or did it feel like freeing? Like,
0: what was that? No way, dude. I was miserable because You think about like all of the information on a daily that we take in right between social media, the TV, like if I have to watch one more news special with this nutrition coach, come on and tell you this new fad diet. Like, I mean, it's exhausting. And for me personally, I got to the point where carbs are bad. Don't eat carbs. Fat is bad. Don't eat fat. Eat salads, they're healthy. And then at the end of the day, you're just so frustrated and exhausted that you honestly just say, fuck it. Excuse my friend. No, you can speak, you can say it. <laughs> I was like, I don't know if I need to edit. Um, But just totally binge because you're so tired. You have so much information coming in. And then the next day, you feel guilt, shame, you attach your self worth. To something as simple as putting food in your mouth, and then you make a sweeping declaration to overhaul your life. And it's like extremes, the pendulum swinging from one way to another. And life isn't lived like that. Like a pandemic may or may not happen. Like you may get locked in quarantine with a bunch of Cheez Its and stuff like that. So I think the extremes from I can't have this. I can't have this. Like, I mean, think of any 13-year-old girl, right? When you were growing up like boy crazy and your parents were like, don't date him. You're going to be like, bet. Hold up. <laughs> you know? And so giving yourself the freedom through exposing yourself in moderation to foods that the diet industry, whatever week you're tuning in on has deemed bad or taboo and allowing yourself to be able to trust yourself in those situations and actually taking a step back and being like, all right, cool. Am I eating out of habit? Am I satisfied? Like what's going on with me? Cause I think the more that we take in information and we're consistently looking outside of ourselves, our inner voice and like intuition almost gets muted. And that's a miserable place to live. 100%. Oh
1: my God. There is so much good stuff in here. I'm sorry. I like, I just No, you're, uh, you are, you are, you are correct. Like we (laughs) love you. Like whatever day you tune in, it's like (laughs) such a, it's like, it's true. You could like switch from different topics and they're like all saying different things. It's like, what am I supposed to do? So what do you, what would you tell someone to be asking for themselves? Cause you said some things in there that I think are really like, am I satisfied? Like how often are we actually asking ourselves that at any part of our life? Like, am I satisfied? Um, so what are some of those questions that you ask or you have your clients ask that helps them get to listen to themselves and like maybe hear what their body wants?
0: Yeah. Um, so I really think it's important. I mean, whether it's like like humans live their lives on automation. Like If you think about how many times throughout the day, you're just in autopilot mode. Like, okay, cool. Wake up. I'm going to go get the coffee. got to take the dog out. I know it's time to eat, but oh shit, I got busy. And now it's 11am and I haven't eaten and everything like that. So the first thing I have my clients do is to get out of the automation mode, right? Because whenever you're just putting your head down and you're on autopilot, like there's no other sensory type of info that can come in. Um, And so one of the things I have them do is totally detach from screens whenever they're eating. That allows a little bit of quiet, a little bit of stillness. And it doesn't have to be like... I mean, we, we live in America. It's not like a third world country, right? Like you don't have to hurry up and eat your food before somebody else eats it. And so I just tell my clients to slow down, eat and assess like, all right, cool. We did a lot of this during quarantine last year, when everything shut down, like one of my Loves of my life is Jesus, and I'm like, all right, cool. You know, I'm not going to sit on the couch with a whole box and just mindlessly eat as I watch 90 Day Fiance or whatever's on TV. You know what I mean? I'm going to pour a little bit, step away, eat, ask myself, am I satisfied? If the answer is no, cool. Let me go get a little bit more. If the answer is yes then I don't need anymore. And then I just built trust with myself. And so doing those little things in the comfort of your own home, like it gives you the freedom and the empowerment so that when you're in social situations, you don't have to be fearful around food because eating something you're going to do for the rest of your life. And so I think in the comfort of your own home, being able to get clinical with it and be like, all right, cool. Am I eating because I'm starving? am I dehydrated and trying to pay attention to all of these cues as to why your fork keeps coming to your mouth or why you're going back for seconds or thirds. Maybe it's an emotional thing. Maybe it's a habitual thing. Maybe you're just totally shut out and you're doing it. Like, like I said, like out of habit. And so having little tips and tricks and being able to identify like, Hey, boyfriend just pissed me off. I want to go take a bath with a full chocolate cake or whatever it is. And being able to identify (laughs) those things. I wish, really I, wish I had a chocolate hard.
1: cake when I got dumped that was, <laughs> and a bathtub, that would have been yeah. way better than what I did.
0: <laughs> I mean, it's a whole new low, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah. You know, I like that you mentioned taking the screens away. Cause I do think, again, that's just more input from outside of us, like distracting our brain and like not letting us pay attention to what we're doing. I am, I have a book on the dining room table now so that when I sit down for breakfast and I sit down for lunch, I just pick it up and read instead of like looking at my social media and commenting back to people. It's like, no, this is my pause time. And yep. it's actually really um, great because I have some habit habits, like with the way I eat. And of course I'm just like, a, I love sugar. I think it's just like my guts, like, Ooh, you can bring us more of that. Anyways. Yeah. I, <laughs> but I, I do, I remember a nutritionist saying like the primary foods are actually like play rest um, there's a couple others in there, um, that are like self-care. It's like all these things before you eat. Like if I'm craving sugar, did I get to play? Like, did I go out and do anything? Did I get on a swing? Did I do anything? Am I tired? Like sometimes we're just eating cause we're tired. And I think really paying attention to our body's needs really makes us be more present. And that will be a domino effect, not just with what you're eating, but also like how you work out. So you also, um, you, you, you're a CrossFit coach. What? So first of all, that, that scares the hell out of me. (laughs) 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 So what, what, how did that, how did that even happen? Like, uh, like what made you go and try it out? Like, what
0: was the impetus for that? Oh gosh. You know, um, (laughs) I think about it. So I had friends that for lack of a better term, like drink the Kool-Aid and they're like, Lana, you should try it. And I'm like, like, you know how, if you know nothing about the science or whatever, and you're just kind of fearful of it and you're coming from a place of fear, like you're automatically going to talk shit. And so I was like, no, I don't want to get bulky. I don't want to look like a dude. And I'm like, Like in retrospect, I'm like, that's so hard and takes so many years. (laughs) And so I was like, no, no, no. And then I was a collegiate volleyball player. So I have that competitive like need in me. And so I really just got talked into going to a class and I fell in love. I was like, oh my God, like it's me versus me. I can go to a class and like as an entrepreneur, it's really hard sometimes to. Like, I mean, you're creating programs, you're creating different offers, you're creating landing pages, and it's so much creative capacity that sometimes you just need to be told what to do. Yeah. And
1: I know (laughs) that's why I go to the gym.
0: Yeah. If I pull into the parking lot and I have my friends like talking shit to me, like, Hey, you missed a workout. Where are you? I know that in an hour, I'm gonna get a warm up. I'm gonna get some lifting in. I'm gonna get my ass kicked and I'm gonna have a cool down along with some mobility tools. And then an hour it's done. I can shut my brain off. And so I really liked that aspect of it being told what to do and the community with it was great. I mean, you're not dying on the floor by yourself. There's like 10 other bodies in your class.
1: Um, Yeah. No, I, 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 that's how I got into Pilates. I, my friend invited me and I'm like, again, totally knocked it and dissed it. I'm like, that's that infomercial BS. It's not, it can't do all the things it says it's going to do. But then I like went to a class and I fell in love with it. And it's true. It's like, I was like, Oh, I get a full body workout. I get a little yeah. bit of burn, but the soreness isn't there the next day. Cause I only did 10 reps or less, Like <laughs> you yeah. know? So like I can be told what to do. I can work my whole self out and I feel taller and stronger. And, and, uh, and there's something to that, but I, it's so funny how like we diss what we, Our body actually needs. Like we're like, no, I'm gonna
0: reject that. I actually, (laughs) yeah. And I mean, I'll be totally honest. Like I'm 32, so the older I get, like the more I realize, like it's not fitting for me to be productive and to show up for my clients and in my business if I spend 40 minutes after a workout laying on the floor wanting to crawl back into my mother's womb. Like that (laughs) takes a lot out of your central (laughs) nervous system. It takes a lot out of your brain function and everything like that. So. So it's important just as like someone in the nutrition and fitness space to be able to recognize that and like, all right, cool. Maybe I won't do a Metcon and want to meet my maker today. Like maybe I need to conserve some of my energy for X, Y, and Z. And I think energy management is huge, especially as we get older, whether it comes to fitness, nutrition, professional aspects, everything like that. Um, and so again, it comes back to the self-auditing and really prioritizing. All right, cool. What needs to get done today? What can I do today? Maybe it doesn't look like a full production of a hero workout or doing Murph or whatever it is, but I know I need to get some movement. in. so I don't sit on my couch and get balls deep in a box of cheese. It's like, what, what needs, what's the balance there? My energy to go. So I work with my clients a lot, whether it's fitness or nutrition on setting boundaries, respecting them. And so that way you have the space throughout the day for the things that you need to do. So I love that two things.
1: Well, three, actually one (laughs) don't, um, don't let me forget about your boundaries. Um, but the thing is, can you tell people what Murph is? Because I just heard what Murph is from you and it's, kind of crazy. And there's a part of me that's super competitive and wants to do it. So yeah. tell people what Murph is so that if they're like me going, Hmm, maybe
0: it <laughs> yeah. is. Okay. So Murph is the cool thing about CrossFit is it's a global fitness ideology, right? It's the only type of fitness that is scientifically backed as far as power output with a formula. Um, and so you could go, you could go to, I was going to say Afghanistan, but no, um, you could go to China tomorrow and drop into a CrossFit gym and be like, Hey, what's your Murph time? So it's these signature hero workouts that are in honor of fallen service members. Uh, the CrossFit community does it every Memorial day. So it's in honor of this crazy dude who came up with this workout and lost his life in the line of action. So it's a tribute workout. Um, but it's for time. It starts off with a mile run. Then you do a hundred pull-ups, 200 push-ups, three 300 air squats, and then finish with a mile run. And your goal or your score is four time. And the prescribed version for men is to do it in a 20 pound weight vest and for women to do it on 14 pound. Um, oh my God. I was just
1: thinking about doing it. just in general with a fair yeah. for the pull-up situation. And like, yeah. I was like, how can I make this work for me? And now you're just like, you got to put a weight vest. On. I'm like, well, yeah. um, <laughs>
0: So there's a bunch of different modifications for it. New people, obviously, like, I mean, that's high volume reps. And if you're not conditioned to do that volume, people will do a half Murph or maybe like a partner murf and partition the reps. Oh, um, so fun.
1: We could talk. To- I would partner Murph. My dad and I yeah. are doing partner workouts and it's fun. He takes yeah. breaks. So it I get breaks. And
0: so- <laughs> Instead of the pull-ups, you could do ring rows. I mean, any type of pulling motion for lat activation, things like that. Um, A lot of people break up the meat and bones of the workout as far as the 100, 200, 300 into like 20 rounds of 5, 10, 15. So you can partition the reps however you want. Um, it's more so, this is like the old CrossFitter in me, but I like to think of it as a part uh, completion grade. Like you can partition it however you want. The goal is to just get it done. It's not about you or the pain you're going to feel, which you will probably be sore for two to three days after. Um, but it's it's a cool type of community workout that everyone does. Super cool. Okay. So
1: I, I, I love that you said you're 32 and as I get older, cause I definitely got the eyes rolled when I would do that. And at 38, <laughs> oh. um, I have been really interested in just really paying attention to my body. And one of our guests, um, Jen Pike, uh, y'all can check out on the episodes. And that was, she was talking about like cyclical awareness and the days that we can go harder. And so she turned me on to this app. Uh, and it actually syncs your workouts with your cycle. So when I open up the app in the morning, it tells me you can go higher intensity for these next seven days, or it's like, Oh, for the next three days, low intensity or focus on precision. And so, um, Hey, I can do Pilates every day, which is super fun. Cause I can just <laughs> go harder or I can, <laughs> or I can not, um, which is really lovely, but it lets me know like, Oh, you know, maybe today, since I can go harder, I'll hit the Peloton and I'll do this harder amrap or whatever workout maybe i'll do a murph if it lines up with my cycle and then on these other days it's like you know it's okay if i just go for a dog walk like that's my body is saying that's okay so i highly recommend that so i want to go back to boundaries i think this is where people totally screw up being it till they see it because they do not have boundaries they don't enforce them and so they have high hopes for themselves they get listened to a podcast like this they're like "Yes, boundaries or some sort of inspiration and then the life happens so How do you get people to like put a boundary in place and then
0: keep it? Like, what are your tips there? Mm. To be totally honest, I struggled with this for the longest time. Um, I totally forgot what my Enneagram or whatever. I know. I
1: haven't done that. I keep thinking I'm going to do that. And it's like, I'll probably forget what it is. It's like,
0: I don't even remember my sign. So it's okay. I was like a seven. I don't know. Anyway, I'll tell you about myself. (laughs) I'm a giver and I get energy from pouring in other people and I found myself over the past 15 years, like basically my whole adult life is I would give and give and give and give, and then be too exhausted to get shit done. Then I would feel a lot of guilt and shame and just want to sleep all day. And, um, it wasn't until I hired my first coach business coach that she was like, look, you have to have time for you. And so I think with me initially setting boundaries, it felt really sticky and I felt like a selfish bitch and I just, I felt guilty for it because like, oh, well, why can't I answer a DM? Like, why can't I console my friend at Monday at two o'clock when she needs me? But it's like, okay, well, what do I need? And whether it's fitness, nutrition, professional, with your spouse, whatever, if you don't have those boundaries and those scheduled, like, hey, this is me time so that you can take care of yourself, you're gonna show up for other people as a half ass version of yourself. I always tell my clients, like, make sure you're good and you can use your whole ass in whatever you do, because if you just exhaust yourself, your kids are going to get a quarter ass version. Your spouse is going to get another quarter ass. Your job is going to get another quarter ass. And now you're feeling like shit because everyone's pissed off at you. You're about to lose your job. And now you have nothing left. Yeah. Um, maybe that's a little extreme, but... It, it, I think- ish and no. like I think that that's definitely
1: a spiral that has happened to many people or many listeners... You know, or they know someone that's happened to, and it's like, yeah, you know so that that will that could be you. Like we, you know, it's kind of like when the spiral happens, it's really wide. And so it doesn't feel like it's a big deal. It's like, oh, I'm good. Cause it's like, you know, you're on the bigger ring. But then as it goes down, it's faster and it gains more momentum. And so the the slippery slope is pretty huge there.
0: Yeah. And then like for me, whenever I found myself in like the really small slippery slope, it would manifest in my body as sickness, like total exhaustion, zero sex drive, irritability, like having being pissed off because I have to go to the grocery store to spend so much money on medication, like just laid out for 48 hours when really, if I just paid attention and set boundaries to those warning signs, my body was giving, I wouldn't be in this position, you know? And I think just being able to kind of audit and recognize your tendencies and then playing to your strengths of like, all right, cool. Maybe I'll set a timer. And that's one of the things that I give all of my clients at some point in the duration of working together is I give them selfish homework for a week. Like one thing a day, whether it's you go get a manicure, You drive home, you get home, and you sit in your car for dead silence for 15 minutes. I don't care what anyone says. That is a whole vibe in and of itself. (laughs) I even had one client that locked herself in the bathroom, told her kids she was taking a shit, and (laughs) drew a bubble bath and just chilled out. And I think it's really important because whenever we're chronically stressed, again, that goes back to showing up half-assed in other aspects of your life. Oh, 100%. I have a friend who
1: would like DM me from the bathroom. She's like, I've got a glass of wine and a chocolate bar and I'm just sitting (laughs) on the toilet seat and I'm just (laughs) like, I'm not by the bathroom. Don't worry. But my kids won't bother me if I'm in here. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, boundaries. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So, so I guess like when you were first putting these boundaries in place, like finally starting to do it, what was like the first boundary you know, cause it's not like you can just go, okay, I'm gonna put a boundary here, here. You can't just go all in. Like it's, you gotta like, you know, baby step this. So like, what was the first boundary you put in place and how did you like, how did you help yourself enforce it?
0: I think the first as an entrepreneur, like speaking of screen times, we live off of our phones and it's our job to be accessible to our clients, um, to interact with people. Connection is our MO. Yeah. And so for me, The first thing I was like, all right, how can I reverse engineer this? And so it was, okay, well, if I was working at a doctor's office or wherever, I'd work a nine to five. And so when it's couch time and you're like sitting with your spouse, you know, it's really easy to just respond to this and respond to that. So I tell my clients Monday through Friday, nine to five, they get me in Voxer and everything like that. If it's the weekend... I have to have a weekend too. And so the first thing I did to kind of reinforce that any nutrition audit or discovery calls that I did with potential clients, I was like, Hey, you have boxer access to me Monday through Friday, nine to five. So they knew what the deal was whenever they came in. And the more I started saying that, the more I was like, Hey, Lana, like, remember, Lana, this is your boundary. Like you said it. And so that is being until you see it right there.
1: You're yeah. like, okay. Um, these are my hours. I'm gonna tell them these are my hours. And every time I tell yeah. them these are my hours, I am literally like look like putting
0: another little level on my boundary wall.
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> around my I love that.
0: Yeah. And so one of the things I do is whenever I'm out like whenever working hours are done, I turn my phone off of ring. So if I get a notification, it doesn't annoy me. And a lot of the times Brandy makes fun of me. My girlfriend makes fun of me all of the time because I'm like, where's my phone on nights and weekends. I'm like, where'd it go? Oh God, where's my <laughs> phone? I gotta, like, gotta do this. And she's like, huh? Or like, even my friends know, like, Hey, Lana is not working. And I think for people in our space, it's weird because a lot of people's downtime is their phone. And for us, that's work time. And so my friends know the deal. Like when we're like this weekend, we're going to the pool and hanging out. Like Lana's not playing music from her phone. She's not ordering the Doordash. Like it's good luck finding it. And so for me, I would kind of have to hide it from myself until I got comfortable in like, Hey, this doesn't have to be done right. This instant, the world is not going to end if I don't respond in five minutes, like, I'm important, but I'm not that important. Like, Right. We're not a, the president. It's a, it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. Yeah, I, I,
1: I want to know if anyone knows this. Th- I know that there's apps that like turn off like social media on your computer from a certain time, but I actually want certain apps to turn on and off. So like, you know, like my messenger on Facebook, I would love for that to turn off on my days off. I would, <laughs> you know, like, because, um, you know, I, it's, you're so right. Like connection is our currency. Basically it's absolutely yeah. what I market to every OPC. It's like you get connection and community. I'm in there, but yeah. I can't be in there every day. And that community is in Facebook, which is also where my mom wants to apparently like, she likes to tag <laughs> me and things. I was like, get oh, off, yes. mom. I love it mom. But if you could text me because I don't want to be on social media on the weekend, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know? So, um, I guess I wish there was like a, an app that we could like, you know, just plug in our schedule. Like these are the times you can send me notifications on these days.
0: (laughs) I know. Maybe like I mean, if anybody is listening to this and has that creative genius to create that, yeah, uh, I play, think there's money Leslie in that. Logan and Lana McClung, we yeah. came up with it.
1: Yeah, yeah, we'll be um, we'll be affiliates for that. And yeah. uh, I mean, there's just a lot of an, a lot of uh, everyone's make using their phone for money now, and I think that that is going to be a thing that people are going to have to do. This is um, I just really think this is a lot of fun because basically, you know, it's whether or not anybody wants to pay attention to their nutrition or their workouts whatever your thing is like the what I love that you've been saying this whole time is like really is paying attention to what you need first giving yourself Mm -hmm. that thing protecting that so that you can do all these other things that you want to do and I think that's really really cool Lana um I'm gonna have I have a couple more questions for you right after this message I know how much you're enjoying this show me too If you're looking to make more time for you and have more energy, get my free 30 minutes Pilates class at onlinepilatesclasses.com slash be it pod. If you're new here or haven't done this yet, this is a great way to start making yourself a priority. So head over to onlinepilatesclasses.com slash B-E-I-T-P-O-D. Now back to the show. Okay, so um obviously everyone's obsessed. You have some really fun little <laughs> jokes in there. I really um, Meet your maker might be my, the first time it's ever happened on this podcast. Um where can Welcome. people <laughs> Where can people find you?
0: Follow you, connect with you? Um so on Instagram, my handle is lana l a u n a j a e underscore. Uh Facebook is lana j. Uh you can slide into my DMs. Snap Snapchats lana j basically
1: lana j anything yeah Um, and she will respond
0: to you between monday and friday nine to (laughs) five exactly and if it's on the weekends forget about it (laughs)
1: yeah we will make sure we have all of that in the show notes below um because y'all are going to screenshot this you're going to tag us and you're going to share your takeaway not just because um it like gets the podcast out which it does and thank you for doing that but also you know for people like lana and i it's really we want to know what resonates with you we want to know what's like hitting it where you know like you're like oh yes that because that helps us create more things that you want like that's just what we do so um everyone follow screenshot tag and, and let us know what your takeaway is Okay, I ask every guest this: What are your tips for being until you see it? Like, what are some quick tips, hot tips? You know, as many as you want that help people prioritize themselves.
0: I think the first one is you're gonna feel fear no matter what it is. Um, So I would say, fuck the fear, do it anyway. You're never gonna feel ready. You're never gonna feel like the conditions are perfect. But if you don't take action, you're gonna be in the exact same spot. One, two, three, ten 10 years from now. So, um, yes. I love fears.
1: all of that. And I think <laughs> we just came up with three shirts. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I can't wait to wear it in LA. <laughs> um, the second one, as far as be it till you see it. Um, I would say kind of, this is probably like a sub point from number one, but I think, um, you have a 100% survival rate of every situation, everything scary, everything big that you've ever been in. So if you can count on one person in the entire world to put your best interest in like front and foremost, it's you. So if you've survived everything you've ever been through, you will survive this too. Um, and so if it's up to you, you got really good odds. So, I would just remind yourself of that. Even if you feel like an imposter, even if you're like, oh, I don't know if I can do it, that's just plain small trying to hold you back. Um, So, just know you got 100%. I'm inspired. (laughs) (laughs) I needed to hear myself talk yesterday. (laughs) I've been there. I'm like, wow, listen to me. I should have,
1: I should have said that to myself (laughs) yesterday. Did you hear that? Oh, did you? I mean, I think we all are we all just like saying the things that we need to hear the most, you know, like
0: (laughs) probably. Yeah. Like um, and then the third thing I think for me personally, especially the past year and a half with everything going on, is reaching out and connecting with people who are going through the same shit as you. Um, if it wasn't for you, Leslie, Brad, Amber, Casey Joe, like I would be a mental case right now, and then obviously, my coach. So if you feel like you're unequipped to do something on your own, find someone that you trust that you connect with that can help you through the trenches that's been there before, whether it's a friend, a colleague, a coach, um, And really, just relying on that because you're all going to have shitty days. Like, we're all going to go back to like crazy emotional women one time a month, maybe two or three. Um, And I think it's really important to have that community. Like I said, like with CrossFit or with Pilates, what got us to the class was being invited and having someone else there with you. And I think that's really important for sustainability and consistency, whether it's fitness, nutrition, entrepreneurship, anything
1: i freaking love that i i do i we were y'all you know, when you're listening to this it's not the same day though. We, we were recording this just so that you know these things happen in in the few in the past um for me but uh i i couldn't sleep this this evening like last night so i woke up and i must have woken up at like a rem like because i was i was wide awake and could not go back to sleep and i did my sunset simulation lamp again didn't work i did my sleepy time music didn't work i put on my calm mcconaughey bedtime story he could not put me to sleep i listened the whole thing and then it was creating more and more anxiety so actually just got up at like 2 30 i was like let's just get up we'll work and if we we, when we get tired we'll go and take a nap right and you were up texting me and (laughs) I was walking like at 5am. So two and a half hours later, I was walking my dogs and my dad's like, why are you taking a picture? I'm like, I'm showing this girl (laughs) (laughs) what what time it is here. But what the point of the story is like, currently we're both going through the same thing in our business. And as many of our friends are, and it's so important to have those people who are going through that because I was telling my dad what I was having to go through, Right before I was texting you, I was telling him everything. And he's like, oh, yeah, though you'll do fine. You'll just do fine. Hey, look at this. Oh, did you hear about Cam? Like all these things yeah. like on the sports. I'm like, oh, OK, got it. So just another just another bleep on the radar. Not that he doesn't care. He just doesn't understand yeah. it as a different thing than just any other day. And so you have to find people who are going through what you're going through so you can be like, oh, my God, I have a launch going on. They go, oh, when's your date start? Like, that's. Yeah they know what all of that entails or whatever it is, whatever your thing is. And so I love that one so much. I can't wait to hear what Brad's takeaways are. Y'all, as you know, we recap every episode. So definitely stay tuned because it's really fun for me to hear what Brad's, uh, favorite ones. <laughs> yes, I cannot wait. Oh yeah. He has to listen to all of these <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and, and then we, and we talk about it. So it'll be really fun. I, if you want to guess what it is, we'll maybe make it a competition. Lana, thank you for being a guest this week. Everyone. Thank you for being a listener. We are rising up the ranks because of you. So keep the reviews and shares coming. Tell your friends to listen. It's super, super important. That's like literally the best thing you could do for a podcast is rate review and share it like basically that's your currency for us and um, helps us add value to other people. So thank you so much. And until next time, be it till you see it. That's all I got for this episode of the Be It Till You See It podcast.